This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode 171. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter, how are you doing today? You look tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I bet. Why? <laughs> you shaved or what? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I didn't. I'm a little bit of you... a neck beard thing going on. You are Greek. It may be an effort to shave. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, there was a my 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 folks had a book like you know a coffee table book when when I was a kid. It was called well, there was this book that was pretty popular called Gnomes, Gnomes? and it was all about you know little gnomes. And then they spun off a bunch. There was one called Giants, and then someone I don't know if it was the same people or if it was a a parody, but someone made one called Humans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they did all the, you know, different types of humans. And one of the types in there was the Mediterranean human. And it was hilarious because there's a picture of this guy and he's got a scruffy little beard and he's, you know, standing there in a wife beater tank top, you know, standing there giving you a, you know, it's a matter for you kind of thing. And, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it said that the Mediterranean uh, human is never seen in public with less than three days beard growth. <laughs> yeah. That's and, a good uh, one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have to say that generally tends to apply to me. So yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I shave once a week, whether you need it or not. <laughs> yep, whether I need yep. it or not. Let me guess: Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday morning before church. <laughs> I, there you go. <laughs> oh man, so I am tired uh as you know and dear listener uh, you may also be aware depending on how close to how closely you follow me uh i just ran 20.5 miles which is <laughs> my second longest run uh second only to the marathon that i ran last year um only this was slightly different uh, because it included a little over 2000 foot uh elevation gain so not, oh not going downhill it was oh, all too there yeah. was about that much too yeah uh however uh it was also uh, towards the end of the run which took you know close to five hours uh it was like 90 degrees Uh so this was probably my hardest run ever that said i'm standing here talking to you right now as opposed to being collapsed in a heap but i hear that's coming soon (laughs) don't you worry (laughs) <laughs> it's coming it's, it's coming yes so <laughs> this is going to be probably a quick little uh, episode you've got some places to be people to see and you know pe- people to do and whatever things to to know i don't know <laughs> things uh, to know people to be i don't something know like that yeah so <laughs> so uh i figured we just like just rapid fire go through the things that are going on and uh so uh so yeah, for me, my uh, my running, it's going well today. Um, long weekend coming up. Got a massage. Sadly, yeah. it's not for three days. It's not until Monday. Oh. I can really use it now. Oh man! But, Actually, uh, like for me, my my hurt is like I said, you know, right at twenty four to forty eight hours. That's when I need it. I thought you were going to say twenty four to forty eight miles. After 48 miles, I don't hurt anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel anything because I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, brother. 
So what about you? How's your week been? Anything, anything exciting happen at work? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that though. Okay. I, just curious. I had yeah. something exciting happen at work that I also don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. so, so. so let's not talk about this together. Perfect. <laughs> moving no, on. No, moving on. So, uh, one good thing that happened. I did get my gigabit fiber at the farm. Excellent. One gig up, one gig down. <laughs> I yeah. got like four or four. 500 megabits here now and mm-hmm. i could spend it you know higher but the the thing is 90 percent of the time i'm on wireless which is not going to get a gig anytime nope. in the near future um or i am on my third floor and the ethernet run up there is not optimal it's cat six mm-hmm. but it's not strung right or the equipment it's plugged into is not right or whatnot so i only get like maybe 400 or so megabits upstairs also so paying for anything faster than 400 megabits gets me nothing at this point yeah so that's kind of where i am Uh, you know my wireless i'm getting my my laptop downstairs i'm getting 140 meg but (laughs) so i get 140 meg downstairs uh, but I have gigabit ethernet in my router and I have devices on the land that can do gigabit. Yep. So if I have more than one device, I've got the bandwidth and the price is $79 for, yeah. for gig. So, yep. and it was $49 for 300 meg, which would have been just fine. Really? And I forget, is it, are you on some kind of municipal fiber or is that, um, was that Google or? AT&T? It's, it's uh, from the electric company and it, okay. it's, it's company. rural. So yep. uh, the, the rural uh, people out in the country now are getting it from the electric provider. Got it. Got it. Okay. Which is why they allowed that because they, they changed the law. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, it makes sense. They have lines everywhere. So, and they've got the poles. So they've got the infrastructure. And one would think that a power company might know a thing or two about service delivery and availability. Unlike, you know, these little, like the cable company, you know, yeah. oh, the cable's out again. Well, that's cool. So yeah. big a bit, man, that's pretty rock- rocking. So soon now, and again, remember what, what do you have at the office? Uh, at my office, I only, I have gig down. Yeah, uh, but 50 meg up. So your recording quality when you're recording from the farm is going to be better than today. It will be. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. So I'm planning on recording from there. I, I bought a blue snowball, an arm, a pop filter. I'm taking a laptop down there. It's going to be ready to go. Excellent. <laughs> so it is July and I was told by the people at Apple that I would be able to order uh, the MacBook Air in July. Is it? Did you? No. No. Because <laughs> obviously I knew when they said available in July and not on July 1st or on July 7th that it would be probably late in July. Yeah. But I do have a notification on, and I did just check, and sure enough, the one on, you know, yeah, coming soon. 
Okay, great. Thanks. And I did listen to your article or well, your, your podcast blurb that said, you know, pretty much most people don't need a MacBook pro the, the MacBook air is sufficient. And and I actually do agree. I just, um, if I'm already spending that much money on a Mac, I just go ahead and spend the additional to get the pro and I'll never miss the, or I won't ever be underpowered. But just make sure if you do though, the current 13 inch MacBook pro though, it, the only thing they updated is the processor. It's got the new chips, but uh-huh. the rest of the infrastructure, the bus and all the other stuff is old garbage. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So that was, that was where we we're going with that one. And that was from friend of the show, Scott Wilsey, who wanted to make sure that that current MacBook pro is classic Tim cook. You know, they just slap the new chip into it, but the rest of it is still like, I want to say four-year-old technology. Oh, that's a bummer. Right. So don't get that one, you know? And again, yeah. like me, I like small, fast and light. And the one drawback that I see that the new Air likely will have that the old ones do is that it'll only drive a single external display. And I'm going to just yank probably, I don't know, I'm going to throw away one, maybe two of my current ones. I'll probably, so I have an ultra wide display, mm-hmm. but it's not ultra high resolution, right? Mm-hmm. So the vertical display is not any better than like any of the either of the 24 inch displays that i have on you know it's not a retina display it's not high def or anything right <laughs> because it was so much cheaper i paid i remember it was like i think i paid like 300 bucks for it or something a couple of years mm-hmm. ago it was dirt cheap um so i will likely go with like something like a high res like 42 inch or something like that and, and just call it a day and drive that from the macbook air again so nice that said on a day like this you know up in the third floor in my house it's hot up here yeah <laughs> and in the winter it's cold up here so i'm seriously considering looking you know calling an insulation specialist and stuff because it's mm-hmm. there's sometimes like in the winter time even though i had the windows all redone and stuff you can still feel a draft yeah in in the you know and this is not it's not new construction but it's also not like 1890s construction either yeah. So, and I did have the insulate, uh, the basement insulated a couple of years back. And then before that I had all the windows redone. So everything's new Anderson windows. So mm-hmm. the next step, as far as I know, is to look as, you know, going up. Yeah. Um, then again, it wouldn't surprise me. There are like a bunch of unused air ducts and vents in this place. Mm-hmm. Would not surprise me if there's like a hole pointing to the outside somewhere that's just <laughs> wide open. Yeah. Um, because I know in there's like an access panel right above the, the little hallway right above my kitchen. And when it's like super really windy and stuff, I have come through and found the door blown open. Yeah. So that tells me I have a hole to the outside. So that's probably where I should start now that I think about that. So maybe I'll just buy go. an old, you know, disposable styrofoam cooler and just like shove it in there and call it a day. There you go. What's the R value of a styrofoam cooler? Huh? It's pretty good. It's like R37 or something. Yeah. I, I don't good. know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. R37. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that uh, the droid on Obi-Wan Kenobi? Uh, maybe. <laughs> or Did you watch? Do you watch the uh, any of the Disney Plus Star Wars stuff? Oh yeah, um, we watched the first episode of Kenobi. Yep, man, it was cheesy. The first episode, I, I guess they get better. 
they got better. It was it was a little bit. It wasn't amazing. Um, I do think that they stuck the landing. It was it was worth watching, right? I was happy watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it more than Book of Boba Fett. I did not enjoy it as much as Mandalorian. Yeah, I that I Mandalorian's my number one. Yep. Boba and Fett was okay. From what I'm hearing, that's there's a lot of it. I mean, there's definitely there's a lot of fan service in, um, you know, especially the final episode, the last couple episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no real spoilers, but you get to see Darth Vader like at the height of his powers, doing some really cool, you know, Sith stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and then at the end, you also see Ben, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi pulls out, you know, a few tricks up his sleeve too. Um, mm-hmm. the fight choreography, it's okay. Um, I think it was better in, uh, but the first of the prequels, you know, with, mm-hmm. um, with Liam Neeson, I thought, you know, because they had, um, Ray yeah, Park that, playing yeah. Darth Maul, you know, yeah, that like, dude was pro- a professional. He's well, he's a, he's a martial artist first and actor second, you know, mm-hmm. and so he like he's really good. So he really made the fight scenes happen. Um, so, uh, no, it was good, though. I, I do like it. I like the, you know, some throwbacks. Apparently, there's a lot of references uh, and throwbacks to things like the Clone Wars and stuff, which a cartoon. You did. Yeah, which I think I kind of saw. Maybe I don't honestly know if I finished them, but like that's not going to resonate with me, you know? So yeah. there are but, definitely characters that are like, Oh, that's so-and-so from such and such. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Alexia watched all the clone wars and all, Oh, stop. Okay. The a word thought I said her name, but <laughs> I thought you were going to say it too. My youngest daughter watched all the cartoons and I started to watch them. And, and I did. So the first episode of Kenobi, I didn't, I didn't quite recognize the Inquisitor at first because the Inquisitor in the cartoon was so tall and skinny and narrow. And I I recognized like his, what the striations or whatever on his, in his head. And I was like, that's familiar. And then I was like, oh yeah, there's the three of them. Okay. I get it. I had no idea. Honestly, I had no idea who these people were. Oh, okay. Um, You, you so you didn't even watch that much of the clone wars. So I, or, I, maybe I did like I certainly did not watch them right when they came out I may have watched them later like on Netflix or something but mm-hmm. it wasn't it was definitely like I don't even know how many 10 plus years ago if I did watch it it was a long time ago if I did it was actually less I, I think it was less than that because well, Lexi wait, was in but well, hold on there were some of that stuff that were prequels to where some the Clone Wars predated the the prequel movies because um general grievous there the the robot with the crushed windpipe mm-hmm. which makes no sense he was <laughs> that 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 windpipe crushing happened in the clone wars wasn't it it happened in a comic book or or, or um or the the uh, comic an animated series i don't know that i yeah. don't know the answer to that yeah, I don't remember it actually happening, but I remember people complaining like, wait, if I have to go back and watch a cartoon to watch, you know, before I understand what's going on in the movie, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But but supposedly that was Mace Windu there, Samuel L. Jackson's badass Jedi mother Ephraim, you know, um, who, who crushed his uh, windpipe. Shut your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh anyway but yeah like like i said i it i i got enough uh joy of watching it i don't regret watching it 
Um, yeah. Other things that I'm watching, I'll probably catch up. I'm still catching up on all the Marvel Netflix stuff that has now made its way over to DC. Uh-huh. Um, rewatching a lot, and it's so you know it was like seven years ago when I watched some of these, so it's it's new again to me because I only saw mm-hmm. them when they first came out. Plus, I don't think I ever finished the last season of Jessica Jones, so that's cool. <laughs> um so you know i'm getting there um i uh, new episode of the boys uh, apparently just came out today unless they finished the season last week i don't know i think there's a new episode tonight i don't know um, yeah i'm like i'm behind i think i'm on yeah. episode three i think i finished yeah i'm just gonna say that that disclaimer that they put up was <laughs> accurate <laughs> <laughs> I have been telling uh, another friend of mine, uh, you know, a, a colleague at the at the hospital, because uh, you know he's a huge Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, and I'm like, well, we don't have that right now, but we have this, you know, spinoff pastiche, the Dark Justice League kind of thing going on over here. Um, do not watch it with your daughter. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm like, <laughs> this is it's it is very NSFW, very, very, like add another very. Yeah. And then I went and I watched like episode two or three and I just texted him back, like no context, add another very. Yeah. <laughs> and then I yeah. watched the I almost last feel one. like yeah, I shouldn't weeks. watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of surprised that you are actually. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of um, what I've been slow at watching. It's like, this is just so gratuitous. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. And, and honestly, I would prefer that it was a little less. I would mm-hmm. enjoy the series more if it was a little less gore and gratuitous mm-hmm. uh, violence and stuff. Um, it, uh, that said, I am enjoying it, mm-hmm. right? But it's kind of like um, RoboCop, the movie RoboCop. When I was a teenager, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, right? Uh-huh. But RoboCop, they had to take apparently a lot out of it because it was originally rated X. It was oh, really? so violent and gory and stuff. <laughs> um, so I was just like, yeah, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I remember hearing this, but this was then again, it was a conservative talk show host who said it. So you have to, you know, grain grain of salt. But like PG and PG-13 movies is generally where the sweet spot is because they make more money because the parents take the kids. Yeah. You know, so you get more people in there. It, like if there's that, if that's true. I understand. Oh, you don't stifle my creativity. And I'm like, okay, but you're, you are trying to appeal to an audience. Yeah. And maybe you don't care. Maybe they're niching down. Maybe they're, you know, their target market is, is that, you know, and maybe I'm just adjacent to their ideal target market, but I'm seeing more and more of that. You know, you could, you could, you could dial it down just a touch and it would still Mm -hmm. get the point. Like the things that Homelander does, to demonstrate that he is a complete super psycho in more ways than one, you know, you don't need to actually see every single thing that he does to understand. And some of the worst things that Homelander does are actually happen off screen and you just (laughs) see the results afterwards, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And one of the, well, I guess maybe I'll find out and this is not a spoiler because we knew it last series or last season is that, you know, a train can't run anymore because of his heart. Yep. Then why is he still in the seven? He has superpowers, but can't use them. So that comes up. Yeah. Well, that comes up. <laughs> yep. I'm like, I, I would just, uh, you know, yep. kick him out. 
Well, it's all about kicking out, uh, keeping up appearances, you know. So, but mm-hmm. that that does come up later. So, yeah. and uh, there's a, and in last week's episode, there's a a big reveal. So, okay, well, yeah. cool. Yep. So, I do have a question about one of your items. You said you talked about fast mail. You, Scott, yes. and I talked. Well, have our chat, and yep. you mentioned fast mail, and he said, he said, I love fast mail, and yep. like, I don't even know what fast mail is. <laughs> it's an email hosting service. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so I am routinely bumping up to the limits of my storage for Gmail. Mm-hmm. And I have had, you know, uh, a, a Gmail account since, uh, I don't remember. I think it was still in beta. I got a beta invite, you know, early on for quite some time. Um, I've never really given it out as my primary email address, but when you use a Google you know, Gmail account, the, that address does get out and people will start using it, you know, constantly. Uh, I prefer, you know, I have, I have my own vanity domain, nicolaitis.com. I prefer to use that. Well, some time ago, Google, they used to make it pretty easy. So you could send and receive as other, you know, aliases and other domains. Mm-hmm. But some years ago, they changed that and they made it much more difficult and, you know, like right now I want to be able to send from my yoga domain and from my Nicolaitis domain. And I do, you know, I do a, a decent job of segregating that. Like I don't use my paradigm email address for personal stuff. I have a mm-hmm. separate account just for that. Um, but I did not want to go through and buy a G Suite subscription just for Nicolaitis.com for those addresses. Okay. And I also did not want to buy another Microsoft 365 or a hosted exchange account just for that. Mm-hmm. And the only two users on Nicolaitis.com are myself and my father, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, I don't want to have to pay up, you know, all that. And so I looked at Fastmail and it's like, I think for me, it's five bucks a month with a 30 gig quota. And mm-hmm. for my dad, it's uh, like three bucks a month for a 15 gig quota. Okay. Uh, significantly cheaper than Gmail. Uh, now, of course, with Gmail, you get Google Docs, you get calendars, you know, the whole nine yards. But now that I've nuked all my email off of Gmail, I've gotten back like 10 gigs of storage. So now I can safely throw all the docs and everything that I want into that. Mm-hmm. So I am still using it for calendar because I have so many, you know, calendar integrations out on the web that, you know, I don't want to change that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, plus Fastmail, Fastmail does offer a calendar service, but like no one's ever heard of it. You know, <laughs> it's like, which calendar service are you using? Apple, Google, or Microsoft? You know, yeah. maybe if you're lucky, you hear Yahoo, you know, so, mm-hmm. so I'm keeping it for that. Um, but I migrated over and the process was pretty smooth. They make an import process and, you know, it's doing an IMAP sync back to my Gmail. So any new emails that come into my Gmail account get fetched over to Fastmail, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's nice. It works very well. The, my father. Okay. So to give you like my father said, um, yeah, I noticed it looked a little different, but I figured it out. <laughs> We're talking when it comes to technology to a guy who uh, a couple weeks ago, I did just buy an Apple watch. I got him a refurb series four from Walmart for like $135. Mm-hmm. Um, I set it up for him and he looks at it and it says eight colon one seven. And he asked me, what do the numbers mean? <laughs> 
if this man can figure out how to use fast mail, it's similar enough to Gmail <laughs> that you probably won't care. He right? won't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I made sure that the color scheme, I, and I didn't even, I don't think I even choose the color scheme. I think they picked it off of his account. No, but they wouldn't have access to that. So I must have chosen a similarly colored color scheme. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it was a little different, but I figured it out. Um, you know, they made it really easy. They did insist on two-factor authentication and they have a big banner across the top of the interface until you do set it. So I did turn it on, but frankly, every time my father forgets his password, he has to call me anyway. So I set it up on my phone. So if <laughs> yeah. he needs his two-factor, he has to go through me to get it. So I'm okay with that. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, so Apple, uh, you know, so fast mail is working fine. Um, so yeah, I did get him an Apple watch. Um, I got him the cheapest one that I could find with fall detection. Yep. Uh, you know, he's getting up on years. He does things that I think are of questionable safety, like, you know, walking up and down stairs, carrying a bunch of heavy objects, which he should not be doing. (laughs) And the last time he told me about that, he says, well, when I go downstairs now, I go down backwards and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. On your knees? That's, or, that's worse. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's terrible. Oh, slide, my God. Yeah. Slide so, on your bum. You remember doing that as a kid? <laughs> it's it's bad. So, you know, so I got him that, set it up. It's, you know, no cellular plan, um, but, it you know, it's paired with Wi-Fi and um, went through a little bit of a trouble because the band that I got him at first was too um, small, but I did get him. I told you and Scott this, too. I got a, you know, stretchy, stretchy loop band mm-hmm. for my Apple Watch. It was like 10, 12 bucks on Amazon. Great investment. I love it. I yeah. Love it. I got the one that fits. It fits me perfectly. Um, they, I has, had his assistant measure his wrist and I was not, I was skeptical, but they came back and they said, oh yeah, it's the same dimension, you know, same size as yours. And I was like, no, my dad's wrists are not the same size. They're like, no, we measured it again. I don't know what they measured, but it was not my father's <laughs> wrist. So I had to get him a larger strap, which he Mm -hmm. now has. And now he can easily, he can actually put and put on and take off his, his watch again. Yeah. Yeah, So series four, I know, I, I know what you're thinking. I just wanted something that tells time and has fall detection. There you go. All I was looking for. So uh, the series four does that. And Walmart had like for $15 had a three-year maintenance plan on it. So I was just like, great. If the thing dies in three years, they'll probably be out of stock of series fours. So I'll either get my money back or get him a, maybe by then it'll be a series five. There you go. There you go. (laughs) (sighs) What else you got going on? Let's see here. So, oh, I did send you that funny picture Um, in uncommon goods. They send me like craft stuff and it's the stained glass, tiny tushy. So it's different uh, orientations of tushy, <laughs> like on glass, a hang, hanging string made of stained glass. Glass <laughs> that just stained butts. Yep, that just makes me laugh. I, it also made me laugh. <laughs> I laughed as well. Yeah, that'd be the kind of stained glass you have on your door, and then you bring over a girl for the first time, and she's like, "Huh." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like well oh, okay so he likes butts yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's not afraid to show it either uh-huh oh yeah well if you saw the refrigerator magnet that i have you might notice you know like that's that that can work sometimes so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh well, cool a few years ago i bought an electric um tea kettle okay 
and about a year or so ago the it's got just like a push button on the top that releases the lid yeah yeah. So you just push down on it and that you know puts this little slider latch back and it springs open yeah. that kind of broke ish a little while ago but i was able to fiddle it and jiggle it and it started to work and now about three four days ago it broke for real oh yeah and so i had to replace that and i went i think i'm getting a slightly better quality one now i hope mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm optimistic on that one uh, but while I was ordering it, I also saw deal of the day, you know, like 40% off for $20, a new pair of wireless earbuds. Mm-hmm. It's some knockoff brand, Curdine, um, <laughs> but they, it's IPX8 rated. Um, it, they, it seems to be one or the other. So you don't need to always have the right one in the ear, but I'm not sure about that. Uh-huh. Um, but it was 20 bucks and this was prompted, uh, but the other thing is they boast 38 hours of playtime. Really? And yeah. Now I'm wondering now that I've said that, I wonder if it's 38 hours in the, you know, after charging it in the case, you know, so <laughs> the battery case has 38 hours and you have to keep, you know, putting them in maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Cause that's what the Jabra says. Okay, 15 well, hours. Yeah. Well, there you go. So but what prompted this was after my last long run last week, I thought I had lost the charging case for my Jabras. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I am not taking my AirPods trail running. Mm-hmm. That is not happening, you know, and I'm certainly not taking them mountain biking because I'll lose them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they're, those are expensive. They're also out of warranty now. Yeah. Because I've had them for, I guess, yeah, it's been two years, two years. So they're out of, you know, Apple cares off. Um, so it's really, it's just like a backup, uh, for, you know, for running. So mm-hmm. we shall see form factor looks pretty similar to the Jabras yeah. that we like, you know, the elite 65 T's. Um, but again, they were 20 bucks. So we're going to give those a shot. Yeah. Um, one other recent purchase that I really love, and I should just nuke this right over to the nifty section. <laughs> I bought the original meter smart meat thermometer. Meter, M E A T E R. Meter. It's a Bluetooth thermometer. It has revolutionized my barbecuing, my grilling game. Really? It's insane. It's it's amazing. Okay. Now, first off, they claim a 33 foot range. Not surprisingly, through a sliding glass deck, you know, patio door and through a metal grill enclosure that range is slightly shorter okay yeah huh but so i just need to keep my phone within about 20 feet of the grill um it does have a watch app but essentially you stick it into the uh you know the slab of meat you tell it what kind of meat it is and it will estimate the cook time that you're looking for you tell it what internal temperature you want it to get to and you start cooking and it gives you constant updates. It tells you what the ambient grill temperature is. It tells you what the internal temperature is. Mm-hmm. And it tells you what the target temperature is as, as it's approaching. And then when it gets by default, when you get within about five minutes of cook time, it starts chirping at you and sending you alerts. And it's awesome. You know, no more wondering, is this cooked in the middle? No more guessing. Is it rare? Is it medium? Is it still frozen? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a game changer. Um, so I bought the original one, the new version, the meter plus or something. There's another version, um, which 
makes the the stand because the thermometer comes in a little charging stand Mm -hmm. the new version the charging stand is wi-fi enabled Mm -hmm. so that needs to be within 33 feet of your grill and then it can get to wi-fi so the idea is it becomes like a little repeater well Mm -hmm. for me you know like i can leave my phone nearby and get notifications on the watch now yeah so for me i'm i'm happy but you know it's like if you do like slow cooking uh barbecue or smoking and stuff like that you mm-hmm. know like smoker stuff that's where you know that thing might be going for like several hours and you might want to leave it alone and go for a walk or something right so that's where i could see that could be you know that could be useful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so i'll throw that one under the nifty uh it was like 55 bucks and i like it i no regrets would buy again very cool Yep. So I think that's all I've got. Yep. I've I'm got tired. It. How about You're you? Tired. Yep. I'm, I'm a little tired too. I've been up since four. I didn't run 29 miles though. Well, 20.5. 20. 20.5 miles. Or I did. Or 32.9 kilometers. Yeah. yeah. I did run one mile. Uh, <laughs> that's close. <laughs> that's, that's close. I mean, you just add 19 more and, and we would have been practically done the same workout honestly uh, adam who's counting i I did get 100 burpees in i mean you you could have burpeed along the trail you're 100 ahead of me on that one uh (laughs) i will try not to forget last week after my 19 miler i completely forgot my push-ups end of the day came around i'm like yeah nope i got nothing because i was i was was driving up to visit my dad anyway and i was like i just got in the car and totally slipped my mind Mm mm-hmm well, we had, so Fridays all summer long are hero wads. And today was a fellow named Glenn. And, but it was a, um, we do power snatch, clean and jerks, uh, 30 of those, then run a mile, then climb a rope 10 times, 15 foot of rope, then run a mile then do 100 burpees the 100 burpees took me 10 minutes to complete (laughs) that's one burpee per that's 10 burpees per minute yeah yeah it was terrible (laughs) it was terrible i I mean and i i was talking myself into it i i i like okay i just gotta do 10 i do 10 i sit up and i breathe for 15 20 seconds all right let's do 10 more (laughs) i was like terrible sounds to me like you were moving at the same pace i was like in miles 17 to 18 (laughs) yeah (sighs) making bargains i'm like there's no way to get you have to keep going one way or another because you're you were running in the woods you you had to come home (laughs) well there were definitely options where I could have, you know, bailed and turned around because I did set my car up as a uh, an aid station. Mm-hmm. So I went out, ran, we ran about seven miles or so, came back to the car, ran away like another five or six miles or so, came back to the car and then finished it off, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, but I'm finding like I have to do that. Otherwise, it's just it's not convenient to go out and come back to my house, you know, for the type of running that I'm having to do. Mm -hmm. So I usually drive there and 
you know, have a nice cooler in the back seat of the, you know, the car full of water and snacks. And so, mm-hmm. which is nice because not having to carry 30 miles of food and water with you. Uh, yeah. is, uh, that's a, that's a bonus. So, yeah. Yep. Um, All right. Well, very good. Well, relax, enjoy your evening. Um, drink plenty of water, <laughs> electrolytes, whatever you need. <laughs> I would, I would say like, oh yeah, everything's good. My hydrate spark bottle is telling me everything, but apparently the battery died again this week. Wah, so. wah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I week. was charging it just a few days ago too. So I don't know what's going on there. So. All right. Well, let me take us out here to your listener. We do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic, then you can drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. The certificate has been renewed. That's good. This whole thing's good for one more year. So, well, <laughs> yeah. I guess we have to keep recording that. Huh? Keep recording. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, you can reach us at our, at the website. There's a form fill there. Yeah. Uh, and you can Google us. I mean, just ask Google. You can find us at Paradigm Consulting Company, LLC, Paradigm CC, yogawithpeter.com, friendswithbeer.com, at Nicolaitis, uh, www.sublimecomp.com, and rrlavenderfarm.com, and at sublimecomp. On that note, I really need to hit the big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit blurringthelinespodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us. Big red button.